Hey, this is Shin. And we're from In Diego. And you're listening to The Simo Show. Yeah, 8 to 10, Monday nights on Hills FM, 88.9. All right. Rock I think roll. their intro is too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't hear it, man. I'm flying blind. You're going to have to help me out here. We need, a, we need to shorten it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just cut it. Uh, we're from In Diego. Bye-bye. This is the show. And uh, cut. No, I enjoy it, actually. <laughs> now, uh, welcome to The Simo Show, episode 18, Radio Gremlins. I'm here with someone, uh, a rather talented vocalist. Do you play any guitar? I'm going to guess yes. Yes. Uh, of course. They all do, and they're all... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Just uh, Sasha March is sitting across from me. How are you? I'm good, and I'm very excited about my purple headphones. Are you? Yeah, you're uh, kind they're of... They're all right. I mean, they're, like, no, they're no Mitch's headphones, but they're all right. Black and purple, because isn't... Isn't purple the new black? Ah, is that the same? No. Is that, I feel as if, isn't that the, the, maybe it's not. Are you thinking of the TV show Orange is the New Black? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> I'm not good with colours. You don't know the difference between purple and orange is what you're telling me? Yes. Oh, damn, that's, that's unfortunate. One's a fruit. Now, what we like to do on this show is we always like to start off with a bit of a question. Uh, and namely, it kind of really introduces uh, our audience into what, Every, each person is about and and what they uh, you know what what makes them tick okay intriguing it's, intriguing yeah. oh, they're, they're good questions <laughs> they, they generally are <laughs> and they usually involve uh, Christopher Walken I think yeah. yeah they yeah generally do <laughs> okay so previous I've, I've actually I've seen a little bit of your material I've got it all here I've got listen to that Russell ladies and gentlemen <laughs> it's a blank that, paper once again it's all blank <laughs> It's a little black book. Exactly. It's just just a name. Just a, that's all the research I've got. It's, it's his own name, actually. Uh, now, you have a bit of a, a peculiar thing in regards to... <laughs> okay, that's a good start. <laughs> yeah, you, you uh, announce shows with the back of your hand. Yeah. Um, you don't hit people, do you? <laughs> no, I don't hit people with the back of my hand. Um, that's basically just a you know, creative way to promote shows if I don't feel like putting a picture up, another picture of my face or a guitar or something. Mm -hmm. I've grown up with lots of art and creativity and always drawn and like doing hand type and that sort of thing. So I feel it's a nice way for something different to promote. And there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of finger polish that goes on and a bit of written yeah. stuff and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Now, if it's you quite a prep. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, if you could have, if you could actually borrow any music celebrity, any high profile musician's hands oh, to wow. um, to promote your your show, uh, who would it be and why? And then um, you can think because what I do here is I ask the question, I give you time to think, and then I ask Mitchie. I think okay. I think this is a this is a pretty simple one. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Terry Crews. Do you know who Terry Crews is? No, please explain. Have you ever you ever seen uh, the the old old Spice ads with the guy who yells oh, at you about yes, power? Yes, yes. Terry Crews. Yep. Or for those who watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> oh, what an what an actor! But he's got he's got absolutely gigantic hands, and I feel like <laughs> with that you, you have a have lot of quite gigantic hands. You have a lot of room to work with. <laughs> <laughs> On the other side, I wouldn't recommend Donald Trump. Like he has quite small hands. You'd actually like what you're saying is you'd be able to have the opening act. You'd oh have, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, where the breaks are, the song list, and <laughs> it would just keep going. Yeah, I mean, he's got yeah, he's a he's a big guy. He's very muscly, so the hands obviously reflect that. Uh, yeah. I'd agree with that. All right, back to you, Sasha. What have you've had that time to good. percolate? Fail. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, oh. No, well, she no, is. I'm actually sorry. Go she on. is the expert. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she is. All right. I would actually go with something uh, along the musical line, um, and that would be Annie DeFranco because she's been a massive influence, and I think she has quite tiny, feisty little hands. So, um, what about them? They would work makes them f makes them feisty. Um, the way she plays guitar. Ah, oh, nice. She's, yeah. Uh, Mean machine. <laughs> mean. Mean, mean machine. Mean guitarist. Mean machine. That's somewhat so, discerning. Franco, shout out to Annie. Yeah? Yeah. Have, uh, is this something we can make happen? You know she, her personally? She'll be, she'll like, listen, she's actually listening tonight. Yeah. I'm sure she's <laughs> Call us up. in New York somewhere doing something. Okay. Fair enough. I need a. I need a track. We need. We need something. I need. You need a track. I, I do. Do you have anything by uh, the Cat Empire? I do have things by the Cat Empire. Surely. Uh, what, what, what's your new favorite or track? old? New well, or old? New uh, or old? Uh, anything from the the Still the Light it's album is pretty blank. good. Blank. It's blank. <laughs> it's blank. So in fact, the Simo vault is empty. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. You always got to go to what everyone. Everyone kind of. It's a very divisive band. 
It's very, very divisive. I think it's it's pretty Half of the population of my show really enjoys it, the other half not so much. Shout out to my two listeners. This is Panic Station. Tune in. This is Brad. And Kim. And Sid. And we are Timpano. And you are listening to 88.9 FM Hills Radio. Swag. Love it. Has it finished? It's finished. It's just I us. Love, I, I haven't heard that one before because that was last week's. The swag at the end really made it. Yes. Timpano. They are, in fact, also performing at Handpicked Festival along with our guest this evening. Hey, good segue. Yeah, why, thank you. That's, that's like the first that's good That's the only bit of prep I've that I've done. I've been five shows and that's the first good segue <laughs> you've ever done. <laughs> yeah, I'd concur with that. <laughs> Sasha, and then I ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Sasha, how are you travelling over there? Yeah, I'm doing really well. Yeah, I'm the, highly entertained actually <laughs> well that's the aim if we can entertain our that's guests we're halfway there yeah now it is in fact our halloween special <laughs> <laughs> um, meaning what, yeah. all right what have you organized uh i went to the shops which means i was late into the studio so if any anyone presses the if anyone ding dong dashes us and then i catch them i can offer them treats well, i wouldn't reward people who ding dong dash you with with treats <laughs> that's that's encouraging bad behavior you don't want to hear yeah, fair call <laughs> Reward the ones who stay at the door. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to weigh in, Sasha? I mean, I, I mean, uh, chocolate. Would you like some in the break? We might do that. I'm fine, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm fine without chocolate. Okay. Well, we'll and that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> now, Tim Pano, what we mentioned before, they were on last week. You're performing at Handpicked with them. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Now, how did you go when the announcement came out that you were performing at Handpicked Festival? It was, it was really awesome. I was in the Netherlands at the time playing some shows. And um, I'd done some little videos to post from over there and just ask people to get on board and vote for us to play. And um, I think I woke up in the morning and my bass player had sent me through a message on Facebook and said, we won, we're playing handpicked. And I was like, yay, and then went back to sleep. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> that, that was really yeah. nice. So, yeah, I'm very grateful to everyone who put the votes in and pushed us up to the top two. That's awesome contrast because the guitarist from Timpano didn't sleep. <laughs> so you borrowed his sleep because he couldn't deal. <laughs> he just, he was, that, he was, it was straight. Yeah. Poor bloke. Well, no, he's a, I think he's a baker day to day. So I think the baker lifestyle uh, had a bit yeah. of an effect. <laughs> so you just went back to sleep. Well, it was maybe like two in the morning or something. Oh, okay. Well, that's I, fair, I, I guess. guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm probably lying. I don't know what time of the day it was, but I was lying on the couch at my friend's house. and. So you have friends in the Netherlands? I do now. Jeez, that's not a bad life. <laughs> I, I, I don't have friends anywhere. I don't, anywhere, I don't neither. <laughs> just, <laughs> and we might make some tonight. Exactly. Triple treat. Well, that, that's the aim. That's, yeah. That, that's the aim? The, the, that's what the chocolate Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. Now, the, you mentioned the Netherlands. You played a, you played a bit of a, a tour type thing because there was Netherlands and I think I've got it notated Germany as well. Yeah, that's correct. That was at the same time? Yeah, so all through August um, yep. and into <coughs> September. I was away for five weeks and I got in contact a couple of years ago with this touring festival in the Netherlands um, and, yeah, I wanted to go and join them and they tour around for 10 days um, just to different locations with a bunch of musicians and it was awesome. And I'm hoping to go back again next year. Back to the same place? So you obviously must have had uh, kind of a couple of places that really tickled your fancy or that you want to go back to. Yeah, definitely. And it, mainly the people that I met was what made it really amazing. So that's always a good thing. It's always a good motivation to go back. If they want you back, it's always nice. And how did you go? <laughs> did you just want to keep on going or did... Uh... I was pretty exhausted, but the exhaustion is kind of a high as well when you're touring and playing lots of shows and meeting lots of people so so you didn't have a particular favorite venue over there potentially well we played it was because it was a touring festival we just followed um around to i think it was three locations this time so there was a location for example that's always a festival venue in the summer so we just came and bought our festival (coughs) tour and then we went to these beautiful campsites as well where people are just partying and camping and so 
it wasn't actually like big venues as such. It was outdoor stuff. And uh, how? So, how is your your German your your Deutsch? Is it good? Uh, my German is better than my Dutch, um, but it's still pretty average. Okay, right. Well, we'll have some we'll have some of that after the break. Uh, a little shout out to the uh, German Heritage Soccer Club, Handorf Soccer Club, uh, who are in fact listening, which I'm very very grateful for. I'm a little bit late on the shout out. They, I said I said I'd mention give them a mention on 17 pass. I'm two minutes late. Like everything oh. so this is a track uh cat empire for you hey. sly for them because i know Ooh. what they're doing right now and they're not behaving themselves <laughs> this is mark oates you're listening to the simo show on hills radio 88.9 fm mark oates what a, what a man the silverhead fox himself <laughs> the man with the operatic vibrato that uh i haven't actually heard him sing before ricochets all the way through the adelaide hills we should have got, got him to sing while he was in the studio next time next time. next time but One in the day. meantime, I mean, you can sing right now if you want, but we, you know, we, we, we like to talk to our artists, get to the crux of what they're about. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind talking. You, it's all right. I'm, like, yes. we I'm yeah. not averse. <laughs> now, the album, the, the album launch in April, that yes. was at the Grace Emily? It was. Yeah, with Cosmo Thundercat and Nikai supported. And it went really well. Yeah, and so I played with a new band as well. So the band that I... The Four Piece? Exactly. Yep. yep. So I had a band for a couple of years who I actually recorded the album with. Um, and then after our single launch, we kind of dispersed and then I put together a new band and, yeah, finally did an actual album launch in Adelaide with a full band. Uh, and so all the tracks on there, how did they come about? How did how did they come together? Um they're songs that I've been working on for a few years, I guess, with the previous band. And it just takes so much time, anyone who plays music or anyone who makes art or has projects, you know, that they put a lot of effort and time into. You kind of can't just make it happen. So songs develop and change as well over years. And, yeah, so... So that's how far back some of the, some of the songs yeah, were? Yeah, some they? of the ideas for sure, like even just choruses or little parts of verses and then you find it maybe six months later or even a year later and you're like oh that works with this bit and that works with that so yeah it's a bit of a convoluted process but it's really nice when it comes together and you have an album at the end and you mentioned coming together uh with that new kind of Mm four-piece feel how how was that um it happened fairly organically i played a couple of solo shows um, and I'm sure you guys have heard of Emily Davis. Yep. Yep, her band and the Rising Tides. So she was also going through a bit of a change of band members and basically her guitarist and bass player um, saw me play and I saw them play and we wanted to work together. So <coughs> when it came time for me to put together a new band, I knew I wanted those two players and they were super keen. So, yeah, it was fairly easy because I don't think it's always easy to find people that you connect with. To, um, so it wasn't di- it wasn't difficult the change like in regards to like when you um, first kind of got together how did it how did it come how did it go it was surprisingly awesome <laughs> surprisingly awesome <laughs> you know, yeah. as far as like, getting not not um, boasting that the songs are fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> no no that's cool that's cool I mean okay. daylight savings it's it's nine p.m. somewhere so okay, you're good awesome. yeah yeah <laughs> no we did it yeah we <laughs> more it was just the connection that we all had it felt really nice and yeah the vibe was good so. We wanted to keep playing together. Anything that particularly stuck in your mind in regards to a particular song from adding a new, um, new dimension in a way? Actually, yeah, there's a track called Calling His Name. And, yeah, sometimes when you're in the band room just rehearsing, some magic happens with a dynamic. You're all totally on the same wavelength. And that happened with that song. And I was like, yeah, I like you guys. Let's keep playing together. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to hear a little bit from uh, the album throughout the night but once I can hear things and prep things it will happen in the meantime we're going to have uh, Tom Line and the Tamers this yeah, is this go is, Tom yeah, this love is, your work this is, uh, <laughs> this is early Tom so I'll probably get a, a fisticuff shake in the air <laughs> from wherever he's sitting right now this is fruition I really like it there's a wicked dance clip to it like yoga pants and everything yeah, Settle down. <laughs> I'm not looking at you at the mention of yoga pants for any particular reason um, I leave that up to everyone else's imagination <laughs> Hi there, this is Matilda Fagan-Schmidt. You're listening to The Simo Show on 88.9 FM. Oof, that was two weeks ago. There we go. Is it fi- it's finished, right? It's finished playing. We're back. You're yep. live in the yep. studio, yep. 88.9 FM, mm-hmm. the voice of the Adelaide Hills. That's it, that's it. 
And we're sitting uh, with Sasha March. Mm-hmm. Hi. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're just stating the obvious. We a, are, I guess. It's a good Monday night, really. It's not Kick bad. back, 8 till 10. Teenagers just running rampant through the neighbourhoods <laughs> exactly. trying to steal candy from old people. Teenage witches, mate. <laughs> Can't deal with them. <laughs> now, you shot a little bit of a, a video clip for one of your one of your tunes. Yeah, Don't oh. Go Falling. Yes. the title track from the album. <clears throat> and that was now Location, Location, Location. Where was that? That was... Um, up sort of Green Hill Road on one of those hills that look out over the city. Um, yeah, maybe it was sort of behind, yeah, Burnside, Green Hill Road, kind of eh, that direction. I can't even remember the exact road. Now, after watching it a couple of times, obviously there's a fair bit of time elapsed because there's some night shots, <laughs> there's some day shots. Mm. How long was how long was shooting? What what? Um, it was actually. Oh, can I? I think we did it over. Yeah, we did it over two days just to get the right light as well because I think one of the days the sun was behind the clouds and it didn't work so well anyway so yeah it was just a couple of days shooting at different times and that was a bit of a family collaboration because I think I went through the credits and it was like (laughs) just like everyone had the same last name it's like they just hang out and shoot films together yeah (laughs) no that's that's a um, good bonding yeah bonding it is actually really lovely that we all get along so well and we all do creative things together, so we're just starting to collaborate a lot more on things, so there'll be a lot more to come. Keep your eyes out. Okay. <laughs> so, obviously, my next question, she's kind of covered that. It's like it must have been easy. I was like, is it strained working with your, with your, you know, your, your family? Is that? <laughs> Give me 10 minutes with my sister and she'll be out my throat. <laughs> I don't, it's not even something I do on purpose. <laughs> um yeah, it was relatively easy. Um, obviously, there was planning involved and, you know, at times you get tired and don't want to talk and all those things. But generally speaking, we all get along really well. Yeah, but, like, the amount of time that went into the shooting and, like, no one was tired, like, what was the longest shoot? So you did it over two da- two, da- two different days. Yeah. So, like, how many hours in a block? Was it something? Uh, maybe a couple of hours and then sit down and have a snack. Yeah. <laughs> On there was no night. pressure, you know, because we weren't paying a big <coughs> film crew yeah. or we weren't – we'd taken that time out specifically to also take our time and not rush it and get what we wanted. And Check out the artists over here. You know, they brought snacks. They were on top of a hill. <laughs> uh, lighting was – they, they didn't even bother going when the lighting was bad. Like, <laughs> no, nah, we'll go home. <laughs> Shall we have a track? I've got a few more questions. Uh, Shall look, we, we look, have some music? I, look, I have a feeling that – uh, you run the show, actually. <laughs> um, no, actually, I, I don't. It's a gremlin <laughs> sitting behind him. No, I am. He's got a, got him on strings. I like am a, merely a, what do they call it? A device of the show. The show oh, controls the show me. Controls you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh dear. Exactly. You better get that fixed. This is proof of that. This is a song about how the Russians sent a dog into space. Oh, good on him. Yeah, this is uh, Laika by Sticky Fingers coming to Adelaide relatively soon. Hi, this is Buddy. You're listening to Simo Show from 8 till 10pm, 88.9 FM. This is Hills Radio. That's the, that's the problem when you don't have headphones. I think what? I just... You just, you just pressed some, the button. Is something happening? Is something... Wait, hold yeah, on. We we're go. good? Yeah, yes. we're good. All right, we're good. <laughs> no worries. He's got no headphones, exactly. people. For those gremlins listening at home without their opposable thumbs, I feel like you because um, I, I haven't got any headphones. I can't hear what's <laughs> going on. I can't even hear my own voice right now. How are you? Can you hear your own voice? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can hear my own voice. You're talking about not hearing other people's voices and yes. what's going on. Exactly. You can we're always having, hear your own voice. We're having too much fun here on the Simo <laughs> Show here with Sasha March, who's performing at Handpicked Festival, of which I have the dates in my head, which I'm grasping <laughs> them right now. He's getting them. He's thinking about them right now. Three seconds. 18th? Uh, 12th. Oh. Sorry, I was... I was going to help you out anyway. Six days. No worries. Less than a week. I'll get a clarification on that by the end. I've written them down somewhere. <laughs> 12th of November. Beautiful. And you are, you're, now how, have you got your running order yet? Do you yeah, know where you are? we're on first. Oh, <laughs> warming, warming it up. What time so is that? That's 1.30. So yeah. come early and come hang out with us. And I guess you'll be well practiced in that kind of vibe considering you said you did a lot of outdoor gigs over in Germany and, and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Used to the wind blowing in your mic. Yeah. <laughs> the elements. Yeah. yeah. The Adelaide Hills has them to offer. We have just had, <clears throat> what, record rainfalls? Yeah. yeah. I, I think at this point it, it's just going to be winter forever. I've given up on summer. Yeah. It's never going to come. <laughs> I would. 
the white wall. <laughs> now, I, uh, I I always do a little bit of a, a, a kind of a bit of a stalk of our guests. I, I mean, research sounds reasonable. Stalking is much more what I do. Um, <laughs> now. You uh, have posted previously about doing a bit of a, a fringe build crew game, so you're involved in, in arts in every, every every facet? Yeah, I mean, as a artist, musician, we've <coughs> got to do what we need to do to make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I've worked a couple of years at the Garden of Unearthly Delights doing the build and crew work and long hours to save to make those albums and go on tours and... Yeah. Yeah. So what what's we got to do? <laughs> so wait, there's that uh, fair amount of effort. Obviously, goes into that. So what? What? What's? You, what? What do you normally do when you set up something like that? Um, normally, the first day, if you want lots of specific detail, no, it's yeah. about <laughs> um, forty degrees <laughs> summer. You rock up and you're unpacking shipping containers with all the whole garden set up in them. So sort of just laying all that out, and then eventually over the weeks you. Um, set everything up, tents and all kinds of stuff. Slave to the arts. <laughs> this is this is why I never do uh, anything. Really. <laughs> it's really good fitness as well, so that's this a plus. why you don't do hard labour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, don't leave the house. Yeah. That can't happen. I was going to say, yeah, you'd probably actually look older and responsible in one of those high-vis jackets. You reckon? I'd be able to see you as well. I think see it you wouldn't coming me at all. A mile I away. think if my friends saw me in that, they'd think something was wrong. I'd be in some sort of indentured <laughs> servitude. You'd finally be able to buy cigarettes. Um, <laughs> now, you, they do these games or something? What's the what's the deal? You kind of you, there was like a soccer game or something that happened between the build crew. Oh no! So the soccer um, there was a football game, right? And also a cricket game that happens every year between. Media mm-hmm. and musicians. How cool! So it gets. Is this, is this fringe orientated? Have I at least got no, that right? No, but, but maybe I you've just, seen something on Instagram or something. I've seen. I've seen some stuff. I've seen some stuff. Yeah. I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we often play soccer games um, during the build as well. But separate to that is yeah, football and cricket between media and. Is there, is there a team that like often wins, or is it quite fifty fifty? Of course. Okay. All right. All right. Well, really? Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not surprised. The media people, do they, would they do much sport? You're, you're a around? media person. I'm a media person. Nah, it makes sense. Yeah, look. <laughs> you guys should come and play next time. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically beers yeah. at half time. And it's just shenanigans. The whole point of <laughs> it. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually raising funds for a charity called RecLink, okay. um, which helps communities um, build arts and that kind of thing. Would you have so underprivileged? Do you need a referee? Yeah, they have pro refs and oh. coaches. And oh, they pro. Point, point, yeah. you're point out. out to the uh, viewers. <laughs> Simo pointed at me for that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm sure you could get involved. Yeah, <laughs> linesman, linesman. Yeah, just um, a mascot, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> anything <laughs> that doesn't involve strenuous amounts of. There's always activity. streakers as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, I don't. I wouldn't want to torture people. That only takes ten minutes, though. <laughs> I, I, hopefully not 10 minutes. <laughs> well, hopefully 10 seconds. Well, yeah. I mean, you spend a longer amount of time under police custody, of course. The poor people gazing upon my ghostly visage. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you'd have to wear the high-vis so that people could see you. <laughs> I think my pale skin would shine out in the, the uh, sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> he's, looking for a, he's looking for a track now. What do you mean? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> Now, so wait, there's other games that you've been involved in? So there, there was a cricket. There's a, I saw I saw you playing cricket of some kind in, in, in yeah, an artist I, setting. Yeah, I ended up just doing the training for that one, actually. Okay. I couldn't play the actual game, but normally that's a Boxing Day match. Okay. Um, and rumour has it that I've signed up for this coming Boxing Day cricket, so I better get... Get into cricket shape. <laughs> right. That's, it's so I think there's in a, it's an endurance soon. game. That's what it is. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> to watch. It's sure not really my kind <laughs> of sport. Both to play and to play and watch. <laughs> you got you got to be you got to endure the the hot sun for cricket. Yeah, and then you got to endure the the hot in a living room. <laughs> <laughs> goes for five days. It's oh. a long time. Ooh, that, watching tests. is, yep. is rough. It's te- on the it's, couch. Would you say it's testing? I don't like that joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, fair. Okay, cool. So wait, are you uh, left-handed, right-handed, uh, got right-handed. a decent reverse sweep? Well, to be honest, cricket is not exactly my strongest sport. Okay. <laughs> but I can run and throw a ball and bat, so nice. I'll be all right. <laughs> There's three more Only things than I can do. Only with my right hand, though. <laughs> 
Well, what we need is maybe you should. Uh, we'll have to sort you out. Instead of going to Germany uh, and, and Netherlands, we'll send you to England, and then you can pick up your cricket skills, and then you yeah. come back and just slam Training. everyone. The yeah. West Indies, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Don't they like cricket? Mate, the West that, Indies. Mate, Sri Lanka. For, for her kind of music, that would be a vibe. The West <laughs> Indies. Yeah. Yeah. That that's happening. Yeah. We'll make it happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's already up on Kickstarter. Um, <laughs> Simo show. Uh, yeah. Next year. Look it up. In the meantime, David Bowie, ch 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 changes. Hills Radio, 88.9 FM, and online at hillsradio.com.au. Hello, this is Omar. You listen to Hills Radio, Simo Show, 8 to 10 p.m., 88.9%. He's good boy. That's right, I am a good boy and the world's most handsome man. Welcome back to well, the Simo oh, wait. Show. Stop. Wait, what? You're not the world's most handsome man. <laughs> well, by popular vote of myself. Vote, I mean, I, vote, vote of one. Can, yeah, it's a if consensus. The vote is one person, and that person is you. Yep. And I guess I, that's technically correct. <laughs> technically, well, that's all I can really that's ask for. That's the best for. kind of correct. Yes. And, uh, <clears throat> well, you know, now that I can hear everything that's going on, it's wonderful to be with you. Thanks for having me on my show. <laughs> um, Sasha, how have you enjoyed yourself? It's been, yeah, it's been awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> it's, it's been, a, it's I'm been glad average. You've I'm glad you found your head. Oh, I'm glad you got your headphones <laughs> that's for the last couple of questions. Well, that's it. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Yes, questions. That's what we do here. Uh, now, with Handpicked Festival, it's coming up. Yes. Do you have a bit of a history of kind of having a go at these festivals or is this kind of the, the debut thing? Um, I have played a few festivals before. I played Gorgeous Festival in 2015 and I've played some other little local ones um semaphore music festival and fleury folk festival but yeah this is probably the biggest one sort of on par with gorgeous but the plan is to um just keep playing lots more festivals around with the band and solo because they're always fun now have you had vibe. yeah well everyone that goes to them i think that's what they're there for fun fun so. is good uh have <laughs> but you know sometimes it's a disaster isn't oh. it you go to a festival and you're like oh groove in the mud <laughs> groove in the mud 20 what 20 20 something 20 groove in the mood 20 <laughs> so um, yeah it could yeah. only be one of the last 16 years <laughs> yeah they all kind of blur together really um now, the Semaphore Music Festival, so there's two different areas. you got Semaphore, Adelaide Hills. Which one do you have more to, more to do with? Like, have you had much to do with the Adelaide Hills region per chances yet? Um, well, I grew up between Wollonga and McLaren Vale, so I guess I'm more hills-orientated, definitely. Um, I haven't spent a lot of time in Semaphore, which is interesting because as part of the <coughs> festival, when I played, I was also involved with a, um, a songwriting session where a bunch of us worked with a, um, a songwriter from Melbourne to write a song and we had to write about Semaphore. So I didn't have a lot of, uh, you know, experience. <laughs> <laughs> was and that uh, for the Semaphore Music Festival? Because yeah, I think Tom had Tom Lyon had to do the same thing. Which, yeah, right. Did I mean, he do that? Just this year? Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, so I did it in 2015. I mean, it worked in his it worked in his favour considering, he, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, grew he's up there, from Semaphore. Yeah. I reckon that would be an advantage. Be, yeah, <laughs> I'd agree. I mean, you could always do some research, but I chose to just write a song based on... Um, the vibe? You know, a couple of nights Marbo. down there when I like, played Like really gigs. generic, like <laughs> yeah. uh, when you read the, the star signs in the newspaper. It could yeah. apply to any city. <laughs> exactly. Could apply to anything. <laughs> You gotta keep songs, you know, so that everyone can relate. Anyway, can't, don't you? <laughs> now, I also have this w another wonderful question, which I'm very, very I interested love wonderful in. Wonderful question. Uh, the uh, South Australian Music Awards. Yeah. What's the dealio? You get to cover that. Well, I got asked. Can do you I want come? The job instead? <laughs> can I, I would actually sure, love it. I would actually. I'm sure can I be Simo's plus yeah. one? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going along anyway to hang out, and a friend of mine. Um, who works for Scenester, um, who cover sort of music and uh, arts and things in Sydney and Brisbane and Adelaide. He asked me to be the interviewer for some of the artists. Um, and at first I was like, uh, <coughs> not sure, I might be crap at that, but I decided to just do it. It'll be awesome. Well, hopefully um, we can get a bit of audio or something from, from that. That'd be yeah, really cool. Yeah, sure. Well, we'll... Um, <laughs> I'm just asking these questions live on live radio. <laughs> yeah. That's how awesome I am. Everyone's just Don't like, save it for after the show. Yeah. Yeah, don't exactly, save yeah. it for the break. Hook it up right well, now. Well, for those that don't know, SA Music Awards is a big, <clears throat> bit of a big dealio. I've had West Everton Brothel Party on the show. Uh, they're up for an award. I've got Paige Renee Court coming yes, on. Um, Maine. Maine. A.K.A. Maine. Yeah. And... Uh, 
well, I think there's a couple of others there that I've, I've managed to kind of glaze over. I, I wouldn't know. Jesse Davidson. Yes. There's, yeah, there's a lot. Exactly. So hopefully we'll be, we'll be playing <laughs> a few more. a bit of their music on the lead up to uh, mm, South Australian definitely. Music Awards. Because it's so, it's, I mean, you can't get in, Mitchell. That's why I'm asking. You just, uh, we'd have to hang outside. I can't get in anywhere, Simo. And, and I know, we don't look cool enough to be asked in. <laughs> We're just like average. That's all we are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And, uh... And finally, so you'll be interviewing all the artists there? Yeah, a few of them. I don't know if I'll have time to get them all, but I think as they walk in on the red carpet, mm-hmm. right <laughs> I'll just catch them. I'll just ask them a couple of questions and maybe get them to do some cartwheels or something yeah, just right. to keep it interesting. Can, can you do cartwheels? <laughs> you, you, <isn't> <laughs> you know the answer to that. <laughs> I do. I, I still enjoy asking the question. <laughs> and, yeah, the answer is yes, I can. Many, many, many cartwheels. Many cartwheels. Ah, without getting dizzy, just the continuous cartwheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's how I actually get around. <laughs> in the, in the, it's uh, now only in the swimming pool. <laughs> now, Sasha, it's been wonderful talking to you. You're, we can catch you at Handpicked Festival. Lake Breeze, I believe Correct. it is. Yep, November 12th. Yes, and we're going to hear a little bit of a track. Would you like to um, do a little bit of an introduction, a little bit of kind of disambiguation on Don't Go Falling? By, by, it's by you. <laughs> it is actually, yeah. I well, wrote that one. Um, this song was the freshest one on the album because we had a um, couple of days rehearsal just before going into the studio so that we definitely knew how things were going to go. Of course, you can't always predict that, but to have a bit of an idea so you're not wasting a lot of time in the studio. Um, and this was a song that I'd sort of just started writing and I started playing it and it sounds super cliche but then the band just like <laughs> started playing and it sounded cool and we decided to work on it and ended up recording that as well like um, a couple of days later and it became the title track. So it's actually my favourite <coughs> song on the album just because I think it's got a different sound and it feels like the most new and fresh song. So Brilliant. Yeah. I won't really... I mean, it's about long-distance relationships and how they're not always fun. <laughs> um, Wouldn't know. That's, that's kind of like... <laughs> yeah, Mitchie and I live next door to one another. Aww. Yeah. yeah. Aww. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the general vibe of it and sort of missing someone who's far away and kind of learning from that experience. Yeah, wow. Well, thanks very much for, for joining us. Yeah, Sorry for holding for you hostage. Me. No, it was fun. It was great. Thanks, guys. It was fun. Exactly, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me out of here. <laughs> I Happy gotta go. Halloween. That's it. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Our Halloween special, the Day of the Dead, people. Um, <laughs> it's not been very Halloween-y thus <laughs> far. Ooh. Uh, this is Don't Go Falling by Sasha March. Thanks very much for, for being on the show. Cheers. Thanks, guys. You're typing. I'm sleeping And now I'm up and running While you're dreaming And you're all rugged up While I'm skimping And you have the sun While I have the moon And I'm in the deepest hour of the night
Yes, we have to give away a mug at some point, Mitchie. Yep. It's just us now. It is this just is us. This is a different feeling. It is. It's bizarre. I've already, I've already relaxed. Sitting down. <laughs> have you? Leaning down. Just, well, it's time to chill, I think. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've got, I mean, I have, I have material coming out of my ears. So oh, yeah. There's no, no, no. Right, yeah, there's no right. relaxing <clears throat> here. Okay. All right. What do you got first? Throw it at me. What are we talking about? <laughs> Come you, on. Have you, have, what's your opinion on coriander? <laughs> <laughs> like the, it's like a, it's a herb, isn't it? Yes. Why would I have an opinion on coriander? <laughs> Wait, like, no. Some people really hate coriander. Yeah, they do. Right? They yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Why do they hate coriander? Would like you're not one of them? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know herbs well enough. <laughs> okay, right. I'll, I'll see if we can get hold of some by the end of the show, um, and then we'll find out. <laughs> we'll go over to the barker. Yeah. Does anybody here hate coriander? <laughs> actually, yeah. Can well, we just get you to do a quick 10-minute spot on our radio show across yeah, the street? Exactly, yeah. Taking it to the street, people. Yeah, apparently if, I mean, there's various communities out there online and in physical form that state that if you enjoy, you know, if you like coriander, then you enjoy terrorism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the, I don't uh, think they're connected. <laughs> Hopefully not. But um, i tell you what is connected. Apparently it's genetic. Whether you like coriander or not? Yeah. Are you sure it's genetic? Because I feel like... <laughs> I've got the research. Oh, uh, yeah, look, I'm going to disagree with the research right <laughs> yeah, here. Okay. I feel like when you grow up in a certain family, it's like Vegemite, when you grow up in a certain family, they'll feed you certain foods and they'll tell you to like it and then at some point you'll probably end up liking it anyway. Right. Yeah, that's my theory. Well, no, that, that's actually in here as well. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, so a bit of it's like psychosomatic. Yes. So when it comes to food, there are a few items, uh, there are a few items as divisive uh, as coriander <laughs> or cilantro, as it's called, for those <laughs> orientals out there. Yeah. Um, some people love its fresh flavour, while others swear it tastes like soap. Soap! Apparently genetically, pretend, you know, it, it tastes like soap to some people. Oh, interesting. Well, um, I mean, there are different types of soap, so I'm sure there is coriander-flavoured so. And it turns out there's a genetic variant that affects ha- you know how we process aromas. So like, well, I mean, yeah, cheese, of armpit, discern the difference. Both yeah. are aromas, both, <laughs> e- both equally sickly. <laughs> you, you're not a fan of cheese, just um, in general. Standard cheese, uh, yeah. cheddar. Yes, Big fan of cheddar. yes, yeah. See, it took me a long time to realize that standard cheese was just cheddar cheese. Yep. And I think I feel like a lot of people don't actually know that. <laughs> oh right, they're not aware. Because you say like, oh, I like some, I like cheddar. What do you like? And they just like, I just like standard cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that is cheddar cheese. Oh, dear. Well, that I mean, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I feel like we are. It's only taken five minutes to absolutely derail <laughs> this show. Well, I brought it up. I mean. <laughs> The, the jump from coriander to cheese, I don't think is that far. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, all right, we're talking. Oh, you know, we're talking about local music. We're trying to get people excited about local music. Yeah. And then, uh, do you actually know that some people don't like coriander? Yeah, it's that's Sasha March. If you're listening, call in uh, <laughs> eight eight three nine one three double eight five. Take a break from the hot chips. That's it. Uh, <laughs> let us know if, in fact, coriander is a divisive herb. I think it's pronounced divisive. I like divisive. Well, you know what? Call you in eight three nine one three double eight five. You don't get to decide. Uh, I yeah, don't think exactly. Uh, now, thirteen point four percent of Caucasians from Southern Europe can taste coriander, you know, as a soapy flavour, and declare that they don't like it. 
among Latin Americans. This percentage drops to 9%. And the uh, our lovely Asian neighbours, 3.4% among Southern Asian neighbours. Is it used more, more commonly among Asian dishes? I believe so. Oh, well then, yeah, Which I, brings me to my next point. Oh, okay. Uh, nine, uh, what is it? It's, you can, what was it? Out of the total percentage that find it soapy, uh, with with uh, continuous, what is it called <coughs> when you are exposed? You expose them to coriander <laughs> on a relative basis, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you can get it down to nine percent apparently of of, of uh, the population. Interesting. However, genetically, there's still some that remain soapy. That's rough. It is living without coriander, even though I don't know, really know what. But the most bizarre thing like. is they worked out um, that it's definitely genetic because eighty percent of identical twins share. Share the opinion. Ah, interesting. So they either I feel like both families hate, share they a lot of both taste, hate it or both like. <laughs> okay. Uh, again, I'm, I'm okay. This time, I'm not just disagreeing with the research. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that correlation does not necessarily equal causation. I'd agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Say causation again. It's like we're in the Matrix. I mean, unfortunately, we're we're not we're not a show that is. Uh, late enough to play Rage Against the Machine, so I can't use it as a <laughs> I can't use it as a segue. Yeah, I think yeah, maybe we can go on for a little bit longer, and then we just play that one track. Yeah, <laughs> that that one track by Rage Against. Yeah, I only know the one track. Well, uh, oh, what's it called? No, can't no, think of it. No, uh, Gorilla Radio. <laughs> no, it's probably their Wake Up New. It's probably their most famous track. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. I reckon because yep. I've heard of it and I haven't heard of any of their <laughs> other tracks. Surely that means it's the most famous. We'll work out the name of that Rage Against the Machine track relatively soon, we do promise. <laughs> well, you know. What are you sorting we'll out? Are sorting out the next track? Is I am. Phone? This is actually isn't too bad. I don't mind it. What, what is it? Very good question. <laughs> He's trying real hard. <laughs> no, I'm all over it, mate. Hi, this is Buddy Dawson. You're listening to Josh O, 8 till 10 p.m. 88.9 FM on Hills Radio. That's right, we're back. Thanks, buddy. Welcome. It's not Josh, really. No. Welcome back. I mean, he's missing. He's missing in action. <laughs> he's kind of, he's fast becoming the Simo Show phantom. Yeah, like yeah. The I'm, phantom I'm, menace. Yeah, I'm, well, I've done, f- how, okay, so how many episodes? There's been 18 episodes. Yes. And I've done five, which <laughs> means he's done 13, which means yeah. I'm, I'm yep. approaching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> fast becoming. The challenger. Not, yeah. <laughs> the, the prime co-host. Exactly. What not are, even host. What is it? Was it Pacquiao? You're like, uh, are you mundane? Mundane? What's, uh, are you? <laughs> Look, Mundine I, versus Pacquiao is I, that the I'm, greatest fight of all time? I, no, well, that, the hype recently was Mayweather versus Pacquiao. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and then Green. I don't and think Green and does and Anthony Mundine still box? <laughs> I think it's happening. I look, I don't follow any sport, <laughs> let alone boxing. No, nah, esports count. Es- I mean, yeah, esports. It kind of counts. It's not. It's not really a sport though. It's different. Yeah. I mean, I sort of like some people will argue that esports is more like. Well, sport means it has to be physical, but I think it's more just the competition. Well, speaking of competition, <coughs> oh, all right, you're going to try your hand at face off this week. Things yep. are about to get it's just serious. Me. Yeah, it's just me. It is. So just you. I don't have to worry about really losing. <laughs> yeah, it's just we'll have a chat about the facts a little bit more. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, so this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is the uh, part of the uh, show where. We kind of we do a bit of a, a, a five or so questions. Yep. They're yep. facts on Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, mm-hmm. which is true, which is false. No, 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 they're all true. Funnily enough, which they're is, all true, which is bizarre in and of itself. Yeah, and basically, you, you're going to tell me which one is which because I've withheld that information. Yeah, yes. So always. here's your competition noise. Get your competition <laughs> hat on. Let's get some law, law and order up in here. All right, all right, all I'm right. ready. I'm ready. All right. First question. <coughs> Who trained in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Yes. I, oof. See, I don't think Nicolas Cage is a very... He's not a very physical... He, I don't think he wants to fight people all the time. I reckon he's, a, he's an angry guy. Okay. He's but a, he, he just wants to yell at people. He doesn't okay. want to fight them. All right. I well, feel like John Travolta is the opposite. We'll he doesn't talk, want to we'll, yell at them. Well, yes, right. He okay. wants to fight them. Yes. So I feel like John Travolta has All done right. the Travolta answered the question one. Who spent $200,000 on a dinosaur skull? Wait, how many? How much money? Uh, $200,000. I believe so. Two hundred k. Is that what the kids are saying now? <laughs> <laughs> two hundred grand. Yep. 200000 bucks. Um, if you want more specificity, it's a it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex head. Ooh, so a big one. Yep. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm just gonna go cage. I'm gonna okay. guess cage. Yeah. 
who has been stalked by a mime. A mime. <laughs> <laughs> That's especially creepy. Cause yeah. Like they don't. They won't like talk. Yeah. Full they, face paint. Uh, the works. Like the the fr- classic French mime. Yeah. It's like Charlie Chaplin following you around. <laughs> Like the, the clowns that people supposedly say are around everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I've never seen. Yeah. I, uh, people started talking about that. I've tonight not, could be I've the night, seen, Mitchell. <laughs> I've not even seen, like, pictures of the clowns. Right. Um, I haven't hit one with my car. Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. But I'm planning to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go... Repeat it. Repeat One more time. Who has been stalked by a mime? Who's been... <laughs> sounds like Travolta. Okay, right. Who danced or danced, depending on if you're danced. from Victoria or South Australia or if you're cultured or not, who danced with Princess Diana? Travolta. Yeah? Yeah. Who collects cocoa powder samples from around the world as a hobby? Like cocoa, you know, like what you might bake with. Yep. Not, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not what we're all thinking. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say, I'm going to say that's, that's Cage. <clears throat> Alrighty, so Cage... Uh, I'm ready to get zero out of five. <laughs> oh, time's up, by the way. Hold <laughs> yeah, uh, where is it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That signals the, the time sneeze, is over. The sneeze means time is up. Yep. Alrighty. Now, you... Okay, let's go through these again. So, who is trained in Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Travolta. Okay, right. Travolta is what you wrote for that one. Let me just quickly uh, just sort this out. Who spent 200K on a dinosaur skull? Cage. Cage. Okay. Who has been stalked by a mime? Travolta. Okay. Uh, who danced with Princess Diana? Travolta. Travolta. Who <coughs> collects cocoa powder samples from the world as well? Cage. All righty. You're going to hear the answers right after a track. Oh, Keep you in suspense. Hype. Yeah, I know. Hype. I only <laughs> just thought about that right now. I was like, that'd be a ter- tremendous thing to make people you know, Honestly, listen to a track. Honestly, I don't think it's... It's <laughs> bit of movie. Wait, wait. This is I don't think it's motivating people to listen keep, keep, that much. Keep people guessing. I think if people are going to tune out, they already they've already done. They've so. already left. And the people who have stayed, well, they're they're going to stay. <laughs> yeah, they're tied up. They can't leave. <laughs> you still looking for the track? Yeah. Well, well uh, you know, if anything, at the Simo Show, we're probably the most professional radio show ever. Yeah. Would you say? Absolutely. If you uh, if you'd like a, a track, please uh, don't hesitate to uh, to ring in eight three nine one three double eight five. Otherwise, we're just going to sit here and and pretend that you know we don't know what track we're going to play. Except we don't know what track <laughs> we're going to play. Let me live that fantasy. Hello. This is Omar. You listen to Hills Radio, Simo Show, eight to ten pm, eighty eight point nine percent. He's good boy. That is right. That is right. That is 110% right. Simo Show, the Hills Radio flagship talk program. We do love it late at night, 8 to 10, when nobody listens. Nobody. Not, well, maybe Mate, the, one the, person. The line just went off the charts. I had, two, had, I had two calls two at people. once. That, that's insane. I couldn't even address both lines. Unheard of. The other person just... Well, they rang out, Simo. It's it's our Halloween special. It's spooky. <laughs> it's spooky. Stop saying exactly. Halloween shout special. Out, shout out to those that are dressing their kids to go for a spooky walk. <laughs> now, who trained in Brazilian jiu-jitsu? You, in fact, <clears throat> said Travolta. Well, my friend, you are in for a bit of an atrocious time because mm. Cage is a longtime student under mm. Royce Gracie, who is a professional mixed martial artist and UFC Hall of Famer. Royce is considered to be one of the most influential figures in the history of MMA. Well, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you uh, you're a big watcher of MMA? Yeah, dude, yeah. all the time. All the time. Catch, I've caught every match. I mean, it's 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 fairly full on, right? Uh, I have no idea. I think MMA got sort of pushed out by UFC because MMA was like, I mean, that means mixed martial arts. Yes, in terms that is of correct. Professional, like people watching it, sort of UFC has taken over that like genre, I guess. Ah, and then you have yes. then you have WWE, which is also the wrestling. And uh, that's taken over its genre. Now, this is a quick message that goes out to David Neal, who's trying to tune in. Just keep going through the stations. You're on 88. Just keep going until you hear my voice. Okay? Um, 88.9 FM is the station. The Simo Show is what you're listening to. The voice of the Adelaide Hills. We're currently going through our checklist. Now, who spent $200,000 on a dinosaur skull, Mitchie? 
Well, I said cage, but I'm ready to be wrong. Okay. Well, in fact, you are correct. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do the double take and say that I was wrong. No, nah, no, nah, man. Come on, have some faith. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got one. Hey. Hey. One fifty. Right. <laughs> right. There you go. Have Love a little bit of cage. One. Cage. He bought a stolen Tyrannosaurus Rex head for twenty-seven. Wait, what? Did you say stolen? Yeah. It was stolen. I'm getting there. Come on. All right. Okay. Uh, he's, he bought it for $276,000 in 2007 so it, yep, um, yep. so it could be returned to the Mongolian government. Oh, okay. He bought it so it could be returned. Yeah. What a top bloke. Uh, Cage outbid fellow movie star Leonardo DiCaprio for the skull. That's a joke. That's <laughs> no, a it's, joke. Com- it's completely legit. Was DiCaprio planning to return it as well? Uh, well, do they have a, I guess we'll never know. They could just like keep it there. I mean, who's going to extradite you to Mongolia? Yeah. <laughs> to be <laughs> prosecuted in Mongolia. That's that's a faraway place. <laughs> and another casual mention to David Neal. He's on he's on another station. Sounds like an old woman, and uh, that's. <laughs> I hope it's not us. In the meantime, have a track by Sticky Fingers. This is Angel. Simo Show Monday nights eight till ten p.m. That's it. Bringing the heavy. Welcome back to the Simo Show, the voice of the Adelaide Hills, eighty-eight point nine FM. Call us eight three nine one three double eight five. All the numbers are there <laughs> if you so choose to use them. That is your wish. How are you going over there, Mitchell? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, not uh, bad. Pretty relaxed. I'm not liking my chances. Yeah, but <laughs> yes, we are in fact going through our fact sheet. But first, a bit of housekeeping to get out of the way. Welcome to the Hamachino who's just tuned in. And uh, of course, Mr. David Neal, the Buddha himself. And uh, yes, we're going through the facts. Are they true? Are they false? Is it Travolta? Is it Cage? Nobody knows. I think knows. they're supposed to be true though. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are true. <laughs> All right, so who has been stalked by a mime, okay? Now, uh, you in fact said Travolta. I you did. Would, you would, in fact, be incorrect. Oh. Take that. Now, Cage was stalked by a mime on the set of Bringing Out the Dead. What's that? Rather appropriate. Uh, it's a movie about the title, I imagine. Oh. My research didn't extend that far. He said that he found <laughs> the experience with the silent performer unsettling. That, that, yeah, that's how I describe it too. <laughs> he said, I guess it would fall. Wait, does he have an American accent? Did I get that right? Yeah, he does, yeah. I, I guess I, it would fall into the stalker category more or less. I was being stalked by a mime, silent but maybe deadly. <laughs> stalked by a mime. Uh, somehow this mime would appear on the set and start doing strange things. <laughs> I, I have no idea how it, got, how it got past security. Finally, the producers took some action and I haven't seen the mime <clears> since, <throat> but it was uh, definitely unsettling. It, it turns out it was like the director... <laughs> hiring him because it's a, a bit of a spooky movie. Oh, I reckon there'd be a high percent chance that that's the publicity stunt. Could be. Yeah. but I, It could be, you know, like trying to incite some method acting from Nick Cage. Yeah. Getting him actually spooked oh, right. for, the, for the acting. <laughs> for the only, first and only ever time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's un- sure. unspookable. <laughs> he's unspookable. <laughs> <What laughs> I wonder what he does on Halloween. Ooh, dresses up as himself. <laughs> Because <laughs> that is I'm Nick Cage. that is because that he finds that truly scary. I'm Nick Cage. Yeah, Give have, me candy. Here, Cage, have a bit of applause for that one. <laughs> oh, and uh, throw in a couple martinis while you're at it. <laughs> okay, we will. Martinis, big fan, virgin. Uh, now, who danced with Princess Diana, Mitchie? I said I said Travolta. Oh, you would be bang on correct. I mean, that oh, yeah, that yeah. was a gimme. Is that your first? <laughs> that's your second win. All right, Travolta, yep. few can resist the fancy footwork of Mr. Saturday Night Fever, Mitchie. Now, uh, it seems as if the members of the royal family are no exception. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, they're people. Yeah? <laughs> they're, they're people. They're not, they're not people above too. us. Yep, exactly. Diana had her dance card marked by Travolta at the White House Gala uh, dinner. I mean, this is going back a bit. Because, Wait, the White House? Yeah. Well, that, that, that's a star-studded party. Yeah. Which president was there? Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was an actor, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah, what a surprise. Probably, they just all hang out. They all know each other. <laughs> it's all one big club yeah, and we're not uh, part of it. For actors, it's not six degrees of separation. It's just... It's one. Friendship. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just camaraderie, really. He had 15 minutes of dancing with Lady Diana after tapping on her shoulder at midnight. 15 minutes? Yeah. That's a few songs. Minutes after midnight with uh, Travolta himself. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Well, first of all, you need a... That's, that's, you got that right, so hey. you can have one of these. That is right. Oh. No, well, first of all, you can have that too. Jeez, mate, you want it all? There you go. <laughs> That's right. That, that is, is right. <laughs> now, who collects cocoa powder samples from around the world as a hobby? I said cage. Boom, wrong. Does he use them or just collect them? Travolta. My research doesn't show that. However, it's revealed that I imagine, I mean, there's quotes in here about the taste and the texture, so I imagine he probably tries them out. He's revealed that he's a collector, but he can't, obviously, if he's a collector... You can't have them all. 
you can't drink at all. You'd need to save some. Well, you don't use cocoa and just drinking. <laughs> You'd have to store some. I, I wonder how much he gets. Does he get like a big... He gets buckets. Yeah, probably. And then he like he, he buys two buckets and then uses like one bucket for himself. Well, because he flies himself everywhere, so I guess he doesn't have to bring anything through customs. Cause yeah, he's got, he's got two. I know you still you still have to bring things through <laughs> custom if you fly private. <laughs> I don't think you get to circumvent like <laughs> customs. Well, law. see, that's what Johnny Depp should have looked into this with his dogs when he came to Australia. <laughs> but Travolta has revealed that he's a collector of hot cocoa brands from around the world. He showed talk show host Ellen DeGeneres a number of different types, explaining how Brazilian cocoa powder has a hint of cinnamon and pepper, which differentiates Oof. it from types and uh, from other countries. He went on to explain that people should be careful how they handle the cocoa powder because any impurities from the air uh, can touch or affect the quality. I guess that's true with everything, right? That's it. Can you do a Travolta accent? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that. There's a, <laughs> there's a quote here which you never blow on it. Like a fine wine, it changes the quality of the chocolate, so never ever blow on it. Oh, okay. Wise words from Travolta. Yeah. This is for Patrick Jackson. You're welcome. We're back, Mitchie. Yep. And uh, you had your little <laughs> debut on the desk there because we had people ringing at the front door. It's a madhouse out there. He didn't give me very adequate instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute madhouse. <laughs> There's a little bit of a delay. I reckon five seconds between tracks. Yeah, he said, he said press that and then press that. And he didn't actually tell me what the button was. <laughs> he just pointed at it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I ran out and got trickle-treated. Rather, I mean, it was a nice trickle-treat, actually. Nice, pleasant surprise. Are you saying trickle-treat? Is that uh, trick or treat? It's trick or treat. Yeah, trick or treat. <laughs> I'm a rapper, mate. I am, oh, the, yeah. I am the Hills Radio Slim Shady. I'm the best rather ep- rap- rapper ever. <laughs> You're definitely not. Yeah, after dude. That. After that dismal performance, you couldn't yeah. even say the words. Yeah, well, you know what? I didn't say I was a rapper. That's it. Shout out to uh, the Hunt uh, of Soccer Club who are in fact kind of, well, you know, members of said, we, we don't condone. <laughs> we don't condone, them and condone their actions as part of, as part of the... The community potentially. <laughs> they're, they're, potentially they're dressed depends they're, how you know debauched it gets. Exactly, over the, yeah, as yeah the absolutely. No, they're dressed. They're dressed <clears throat> in a significant way for Halloween, the Day of the Dead, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was it was amusing. I'll, I'll just say that. Uh, yeah, it's live on the Facebook page, Simo Show. Go and give it a look, people. Rather amusing, <laughs> me opening the front door to, to get yeah a, a wonderful reception. <laughs> now we're up to the next segment here, which is oh, where yeah. oh, we, right. um, we kind of we mix some we mix some some titles around and. Okay. and We've got to try and determine All right. who, what, where, when, I'm why ready. I'm everything ready. works. But first of all, you need a little bit of uh, kind of theme music. Oh, do I? You, okay. need, you need a little bit of, uh, you know, Matt Damon, the man, <laughs> the myth, the legend himself. He's got his own theme track. So this is Matt Damon Knows because Matt Damon knows all. Nice. There it is. Good. Moby infused, people. Okay, this is, uh, we mix around some headlines and we change one word of the headline with the name Matt Damon and you're going to uh, try and discern. Guess it. Yes. Because <laughs> it's Wait, always a, a guess. <laughs> not a fan of my vocab. Discern is a much better, I feel as if it's a much more Yeah, apt. but it's untrue. <laughs> would, you, <laughs> would you say it's more apt? Uh, I think guess is the it. most apt. Okay, right. Okay, so Matt Damon. All right. Wrestles man who sneaked into enclosure in China. Well, okay, so it's, it's probably an animal. Wrestles man who sneaked into enclosure. <laughs> probably in an China. animal, and it has to be large enough to wrestle a man. Um, ooh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, that, I was about to say seal, but I think. They're not. They can't wrestle people. I don't think they're pretty good on the land. Seal. Ah. Oh. I'm gonna go kangaroo. Kangaroo. Yeah. Do they? I. I just thought all kangaroos roamed free. No, there's kangaroos in enclosures. Oh right. Surely. Oh, well, in that case. I mean, they're pretty exotic overseas. I assume. <laughs> I mean, you're still wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I expected to be wrong. Alrighty, a panda wrestles man oh, who sneaks okay. <laughs> in China. The pandas are big. Is that man yep. dead? <laughs> uh, no, I, that's why I can laugh. Otherwise, everyone else is like, "My goodness, this is a cold-hearted man." Mord- morbid. The visitor has apparently jumped in to show off in front of his female <laughs> friends, but ended up in a tangle with a 120 kilogram bear. His attempts to stroke <laughs> the panda's back to get him to let go proved unsuccessful. He was eventually able to free his leg and run away by turning his body in a wrestling star move so that he was on top of the panda probably had some training from Nicolas Cage uh, yes and the uh, the zoo the, uh, said that the young man left the zoo right after he, uh, he escaped 
So it wasn't, <laughs> the, band, it wasn't the panda escaping, it was the man. And uh, they couldn't get in touch with him. So according to witnesses, his trousers were torn by the, uh, a little, you know, by the panda. But the man should be okay. <laughs> Uh, they've arranged medical checks for the panda and told the breeders to closely observe its condition. So the panda is also fun. How, how, how big was the panda? Did it say how much? One hundred twenty kilograms. Is that light for a panda? Uh, I feel like it is. Call in eight three nine one three double eight five. Do the research. Any zoologists? Know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Call in. I mean, one hundred twenty sure. kilograms. You wouldn't want it to be heavier, would you? No, because then you. Be dead. <laughs> Alrighty. <clears throat> Ukrainian man renames himself iPhone 7 to win the Matt Damon. The Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a singular item. Yeah. To win <laughs> to win the prize. Um, <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, but it's not the title I'm looking for. Uh, to win, I'm just going to guess, car. But he, uh, Ukrainian man renames himself iPhone 7 to win the Matt Damon. Uh, iPhone. Yeah, close enough. I'll <laughs> give you that too. I'll give it, hey, have, 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 have. I, I was thinking something worth more yeah. than a phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That is right. I wouldn't uh, rename myself for anything worth less than $10,000. A Ukrainian man has officially changed his name to <clears throat> iPhone 7 after an electronic store offered the latest Apple product to the first five people who would do that. The 20-year-old <laughs> iPhone sim... Uh, so, you know, his name was previously something else. Uh, got the coveted prize Friday. He said he might change it back to his original name, Alexander Turin, when he has his children. <laughs> <laughs> the price of the phone starts at US 850 bucks. That's too uh, much. And uh, a name change in Ukraine is equivalent to $2. Okay, so he can change it and then change it back. Yep. That's not too bad. iPhone's friends and family were shocked at first but eventually supported the idea. His sister, Titania, uh, <clears throat> said it was difficult to accept that and hard to believe it's true, um, but each person in the world is looking for a way to express himself, so why not do it in this way? That's, I, he's not looking to express himself. He's looking to get free stuff. <laughs> and why not? There's not a deeper motive here. <laughs> okay, so, all right, you've got, are you, your, you got one out of two. Nice hazard detection sensors, nerd. Why humans should bully driverless Matt Damon? Wait, say it again. Nice hazard detection sensors, Stop nerd. Me. Why human? Why humans should bully driverless Matt Damons? Mm. Driverless. Car. Yeah, I was Matt gonna, yeah. Just I'm Damon. thinking about. It. I was gonna say car. Hey! Car. I just want to think about it, dude. Hey, well done. Just in case you, you know, you mate. Go with your gut. Your gut's treating you right. <laughs> Speaking of right. That's right. That is right. Hey. Nice hazard. Yes, detection centres nerd. Why humans should bully driverless cars. A new study has found that uh, human drivers intend to subject self-driving <coughs> cars to merciless justice of the playground. <laughs> These drivers have declared their intention to drive aggressively, cut the driverless uh, cars off, flout the uh, the right-of-way and generally act like automotive, uh, you know, <coughs> just automotive Nicolas Cage's. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, automotive what's, is it? Yeah, automotive. What's the beef Nicholas with Gages. driverless cars? Uh, why, why are people angry? At them? They're not people too. You know how you say, why do the uh, people have yes. beef with? Yeah, but there's people know. in them. The, the cars just aren't driving on their own <laughs> for no reason. Exactly. <laughs> people don't. I'd rage. You know, it's like raging against the machine, like how we mentioned earlier. Shout out to Brad Sider, who's a big fan. <laughs> But, like, driverless cars are a good thing. Once everybody gets one, it'll improve, like, traffic and safety really? and that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, what if they're, but there's still going to be these one or two hoons that just own the road because they know the uh, driverless cars will obey their programming. Yeah. You know, but like to the, prevent harm to overall, humans. Overall, the benefits so, outweigh <laughs> the limitations. So they'll meekly submit if you think, to the fuel-injected fuel like, fuel douchebaggery. The benefit to traffic alone, right? Because if, if every driverless car is talking to other driverless cars and there's an intersection... You know how people, it takes like, it might take 15 seconds for the person at front to get to the person at back to mm -hmm. accelerate? If all driverless cars are doing it at the same time, you've just eliminated 15 seconds of traffic at every intersection. Huh? How about that? Oh, mate. How about that? People who friggin' harass <laughs> driverless cars? Oh, you don't get this kind of, uh, you, don't get, you don't get this kind of informative, uh, you know, I really try. broadcasting I <laughs> on my show very often. Don't don't be so harsh on driverless cars. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, my friend. This is Brad and Kim and Sid, 
And we are Timpano, and you are listening to 88.9 FM Hills Radio. Swag. Love it. <coughs> That's right. Swag. <laughs> All about it. Is that is that band name named after, like, the, the Timpani, like the drum? Yes, maybe. Uh, uh, how do you know this? I, they, I, they, I watched a YouTube video once, and it, they had an instrument. They call it a Timpani. It's right. A, well, that would, be, that would be named after there's something in your ear called a Timpano. Is there? Yes. Ah, Okay. Helps you hear. It must have. So it must be like a Latin root for noise, music. Sound. Yeah, that's interesting. All right. <laughs> well, there you go. There's Sorry. your one fact for your uh, for your Monday evening uh, between the uh, hours of eight to ten. That's that was fantastic. Mitchie, I love that. That that was a big play. That was <laughs> <laughs> a big play's driver has delivered. All right, last one. All righty. So this is uh, we're back at Matt Damon's people we'll try and work out what the word underneath Matt Damon is. Photographing little plastic people. South Australian mum just mad about Matt Damon figurines. Oh, see, like, I'm just going to guess Barbie. Oh, not quite. But, I mean, you're on the right track. That's probably, uh, have a half a point. All right. And uh, <laughs> put me at, like, two and a half or something? <laughs> yeah. You know. One and a half, I think, maybe? It's kind of right. You can have, <laughs> you just, it's kind of right. Yeah. Now, uh... Photographing little plastic people, SA mum, just mad about Lego figurines. Oh, Lego. Lego. That seems quite specific. Yeah, becoming a Lego fan or adult friend of Lego, <coughs> as it's actually officially known, AFO. That's weird. AFO. That's a weird name. <laughs> um, at the age of 45 was not quite uh, Miss Boomsma's agenda. Boomsma's? Yes. That's an awesome last name. Uh, but now that Mount Gambia mum's secret is out, she is gaining a devoted following on Instagram <laughs> for her quirky staged photographs involving <coughs> a cast of little plastic characters. They are just so cute and photogenic. I take a little pencil case with me when I go out and just whip them out and take pictures. Are they photogenic? <laughs> they always have the same expression. No, well, yeah. Their complexion is always clean. They don't need to moisturise. <laughs> I guess that's one advantage they have over humans. <laughs> one major disadvantage, probably lack of consciousness. The beauty of them is that they don't wriggle, Mitchell. They just <laughs> sit nice and still uh, until you get the shot. <laughs> Elaborate and detailed tableaus involving jewel heists, <laughs> Captain Hook fighting off crocodiles, triumphant stormtroopers and coffee-sipping footy parents now vastly outnumber the family photographs on Miss <laughs> Boomsma's, uh, you know, account. More oh, photos yeah. of the Lego people than of her family. Yeah. Nice. There is a huge community of people. Well, some would say they probably are her family, Mitchell. Don't discriminate. <laughs> there is a huge community of people who take Lego photos on Instagram. It's mind-blowing. I would hate to discriminate against Lego people. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they mean so much to me. Not as much as obviously they mean to Miss Boomsmas. <laughs> Boomsmas. <laughs> Boomsmas. Oh, Boomsmas, yeah. was it? Oh, my goodness. We've reached that point in the show, Mitchie. Yeah, the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that point meaning, yeah, it's yeah. going to finish. We're nearly time up. We've covered that well. Our guest bailed. Um, yeah. But we <laughs> you shouldn't state it like that. <laughs> she was not she obligated was, to even turn up to they, the show. They never are. And yet it was wonderful to have her. Thank you very much, Sasha March Music. Wonderful to talk to you. Uh, and we will see you again soon. See you soon. At Handpicked Festival. Hey. Coming up in November. What did you learn on the show tonight, Mitchie? Oh, uh, look. I learned that the average, oh, the the perfect female weight is 120 kilograms for yeah. a female panda. Yeah. Thanks very much to Abby Hampton for that quick fact. And, of course, Patrick Jackson following up with a quick Google search just to make sure we were doubly covered. Yep, yep. I learned many things uh, yep. about um, the cast and crew of the Simo Show <laughs> and the, the radio gremlins that are out there listening. We love you dearly. Tune in week in, week out. I'll be here. And, uh, you know, best of luck on your treat-seeking exploits. Yep. See you soon.